You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Hi, folks. That's a big one, right? I episode, love it. Episode 100. I can't believe we tolerated each other for this long, Andrew. Um, that's certainly a word for it. Yeah. Tolerate. Tolerate, yes. I definitely tolerate Ian for, what, 60 episodes now? Yep, I think. Somewhere I think, in that range? Yeah, Ian's at, this is episode 64 of Ian. You could have told me it was like episode 12 and I would have believed you. Like, I had no <laughs> clue where I was in this whole, whole Ian, grand scheme. Ian, actually, actually, Ian, in honor of the 100th episode, I would like to bestow upon you finally full co-host status. Yes. And, and in turn, in turn, Andrew has been demoted to... No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 it's it's in the it's in it's out there now. I am now I am now guest host. Tune in next week when Andrew's not here. Yep. Highest episode rating we've yeah. ever had. <laughs> oh man, dude, thirteen and zero at home. Mm-hmm. That's the only bigger storyline in in Bruins Twitter, other than us hitting a hundred episodes. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing say, else going on. There's no. nothing else going on right now. 13 0 and 0 doesn't happen without you guys hitting 100 episodes. It no, just doesn't, no, yeah. nope. it's it's we are willing this to happen. Uh, shout out to the locker room for having our backs. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> correct. Uh, but that's an NHL record. Every every win they have at home from now on again is an NHL record. It's and more importantly than the thirteen and zero record, thirteen and zero at home. They haven't lost at home, and it, this up we're going to be in December. That's wild. Yeah. But more importantly than thirteen and zero, four and zero in the Pooh poo Bear jerseys. I the think poo- it's time to have an I, honest. I want to. I want to stick with Pooh Pooh Bear. Yeah, I think that, we, was, that was brilliant. With the Pooh Pooh <laughs> Bear, the, the Paddington Bear. Yeah, I think it's time to have an honest discussion on whether or not we should switch to this logo full time. Stop it, dude. I'm honestly the other day <laughs> when we were watching this game and I saw that they were wearing those again. I was like, this is going to turn into the, the black jersey with the giant B on it where it's like, oh, we it's have. not our home jersey, but we're going to wear it every fucking night. We have so far to go before it becomes the, that jersey yeah. to us. Oh, they used yeah. it so much. It's a good jersey that was ruined. Hmm. And- I think we've said that many times, but but hey, four zero in the four zero in the Pooh Bears, and yeah. I think there's a logical explanation for this. Is that the also, Jersey rules? I, I think we're at 19 wins in a row, going back to last season, including the playoffs at home. We are currently at 20. 20. I think the record's 24. You are correct. Yeah. So fun and stuff. And I think oh, that was shit. the 1929 30 uh, Bruins that set that record. Wow. I will believe you. <laughs> just crazy. I could just tell you anything, any old stat. <laughs> I could just pull it out of my asshole and you would believe it. 
I have no reason to call you a liar. Yeah, I'd believe a lot of stuff you tell I have no me. reason to pull anything out of your asshole, sir. Yeah. Uh, that, that that's that's where you're wrong, sir. <laughs> uh, for anybody who hasn't listened to this show and is just tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for being here. And, uh, and I wait, apologize where are you going? Ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize ahead of time. Uh, what do we want to talk about first? Because there's there's a good amount happening. And at the same time, it feels like there's nothing happening because there's there's just no controversy. Ooh, ooh, brownie points, brownie points. Let's Do talk it. about beating the canes. Yay! Yay! Woo! Wait, we just went off the master. What yeah, happened? a little, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but yeah, we beat. We, 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 we needed. We needed a second. We needed. We needed like a few second cooldown after that one. With too much. Too much excitement. Yeah, my lab. My laptop started smoking a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because I'm going to celebrate. Yes, it's just it's. <sighs> I, I, what, 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 what can we say about that game? What can we say about that game? Um, Peter Kuchekov is a little bitch, just like his coach. Mm-hmm. Um, He's got promise, though. He played his balls off that game. He is, he is going to be an all-star goalie within the next two years. Wow, he's that's legit. a hot take. He's no, no, it's not. He's legit, and I think the Canes see that and uh, already signed me to a four-year extension. Yeah, so did the Kings with Peterson, and look how that turned out. <laughs> way, for those who Peterson don't know, the Seattle Kraken, the Seattle Kraken just literally murdered Cal Peterson in cold blood. Mm-hmm. Eight goals, <laughs> nine goals, actually. Nine. Yeah, amazing <laughs> what a nine-year old do to you, you know. <laughs> oh, jo- Martin Jones gave up eight and one. <laughs> I, I would I would love to be doing an interview after that. And someone asked me, how do you feel about your performance? You'd be like, it's all about that dub, baby. <laughs> how do you feel about my, how about your performance? I try not to. Yeah. <laughs> but What performance? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't there. What are you talking about? It was the other guy. Um, uh, Smith got hurt and that's an issue, I suppose. I mean, what? There's so much positive going on with this team right now. What what is there? What is there? Let's get the negative out of the way early so we can focus on positive stuff for the rest of the episode. Well, Olmark managed to give us a heart attack in that game. Yeah, more Connor uh, Connor Clifton. True, Olmark as he was getting his groin split in half, which turned out it was actually his shoulder, but it looked like his groin. I thought uh, he very very close in terms of anatomy yeah yeah uh, yeah three massive saves as he's getting crushed by the full weight of a man Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was fantastic that that was like like connor clifton's trying to dive in front of the puck and he didn't get any of them but got all of all mark good job bud yeah beautiful yeah lovely defense but man we dodged a bullet what is in the water right now that these that these players are recovering so fast I thought he broke his collarbone when the full weight of Connor Clifton went down on his upper back and he was favoring his shoulder. And he was, you could see as he was being helped to the back that he was drooping towards that looked like a busted collarbone. I was like, he's he's gone for eight to 12 weeks. Didn't it remind you last year of Marchand? (laughs) What the, do you remember that? Fuck Garnet Hathaway. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what was that Ian? You okay? I'm fine. I just heard a whole weird thing. Uh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. I think I'm sleep deprived. Everything's good. 
I I would guess that what is in the water is HGH, but I'm not going to say anything. So the league no, doesn't, don't doesn't put that over. into the universe, please. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Everyone's fucking Superman. Like, what mm-hmm. is happening? Yeah. Other than Smith, I guess. But that's a whole different. Well, which is which is funny considering that was his that was his trademark celebration for a bit. Yeah, that's actually that, that, that's. I don't know if you did that on purpose, but very good by you. What this week's kind of a beauty, though, just in general. I mean, obviously, that Panthers loss is tough titties. Oh, that Panthers loss feels like it was three years ago at this point, though. It does feel like it's been a while. Yeah. It was, we took seven penalties. They had seven power plays and scored on three of them, which is just uncharacteristic i mean the seven penalties penalties isn't but allowing three power play goals i was gonna say the seven penalties where you've been the last five years yeah but, but that's a winnable game that we gave away sure and we all just went ah all right i see it and then we rip off wins against the canes a strong comeback after allowing two power play goals and then the lightning in which i never really felt in doubt that we were beating the lightning even when it was tied in the third period, halfway through, especially when it was tied in the third period, halfway through, we yeah, were the that, better team. That's yeah. when they started storming the castle there. I actually, I kind of agree with Ian. I almost had more confidence when we were tied than when we were initially up by one. Mm-hmm. Why was that? I don't know. I just felt more settled because the team looked better. Mm-hmm. Also, you knew you weren't about to like blow it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we're up yeah. by a goal yep. midway yeah. through third. <laughs> It's like, oh, they're we're playing really well. I really don't like that they're up by a goal. We're Stand so close. trained. We're yeah. trained to just be pessimistic and shitty. Yeah. That stammer fucking power play goal. I don't know who stops that. I don't know yeah. who has planned to stop that. That guy. What? Is- what? What was that? Wasn't even a slap shot. That was like a half wrister. That was so quick and such a. He, he, he's an amazing shot. He's yeah. Hall of Famer. I believe. Stammer and point. God, I wish I could like the Lightning more because I love those players. Fuck him, though. Fuck yeah. him. Yeah, fuck him. I, I can't help but re- root for Stamkos because we broke his leg that one time. But, you know, <laughs> two times. Did we do it twice? I feel I like we know. did it twice. We also we, we also broke his face. Oh, so maybe we leg one time, face the other time. Yeah, no, we broke uh, game. It was games. It was that game seven. It was that game seven in 2011. He put his face in front of a boy Chuck slap shot. Well, way to blame the victim, Andrew. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we broke his face. <laughs> God, I'm just really happy that he did get a cup and really upset that he got a cup. Uh, love the week. You say though. you're really glad he got a cup and really upset he got a cup. Yeah, because the Lightning had to win for him to get a cup. Ah, yeah. the duality of man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I really love about this week? Do you know what I really love about it? What? We stopped the bleeding. Thomas lost this week. Yes. <laughs> we yeah. finally stopped the. What did you? Four wins in a row? Something like that. Oh, yeah. God, disgusted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, you, you, we're, we're still a distant second and third, respectively. Mm. Who's in yeah. third? <laughs> I don't know. Not sure. The unofficial. There, there's an. Uh, that, I'm sure there's somebody unofficial that's part yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> and call into the chirp line to guess who's third. Yeah, we'll give you, <laughs> give you all one guess. Uh, we'll give you a T-shirt if you can guess who's third. Yeah, you said oh, you God, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> you said you wanted to talk about the negative. This is like really easy negatives that I'm curious as to what we actually harp on. So the penalty kill over the last, I want to say seven starts is under a 65% kill rate. What's what, what was in common with the other six games? Wait, I, that, that question broke my brain. What? <laughs> what is the common denominator of the first six games of that stretch? 
Oh, no forward. Okay. Did you notice anything from the penalty kill when forward came back? He Nobody stops. Kill. What? He, he was on the penalty kill. <laughs> Very good, I Thomas. Noticed. Thomas, yeah. yeah. I'll put it You're welcome, everybody. I Got him. This. I'm going to go get another beer. <laughs> Great, Thomas. You now have control of the board. <laughs> <laughs> the penalty kill, other than the Stamco slap, uh, wrist slap, I don't even know what kind of shot that was, but it's sick, looked a whole lot better. I think, I, I firmly believe Forbert really completes that penalty kill. And oh, he I, makes it better, absolutely. And I, I, I think we're going to start to see an uptick because you saw a lot better positioning, a lot better uh, clearing of the net, even though I believe um, Tampa only had two power plays the entire night. Uh, two believe me, Ian. <laughs> Just yes. believe me, Ian. It's fine. I'm right. <laughs> All right, I'll believe you. You okay, were correct. Great. They went one for two. Oh, uh, good. All right, fantastic. But uh, even then, even then, you do notice a difference. They do. They the penalty kill kind of plays out more splayed without without floorboard. With with floorboard, they kind of collapse more and they make it tighter. I think I I don't know I don't know why that is. I don't know I don't know if they follow floorboard's lead or what the story is. But well, I, I think, think a big part of it is floorboard eats pucks. He does. He just has no shits given about jumping right in front of a shot. He does not give a fuck. Well, and I he hope, clears I hope the he puck does well. Give shits when he's eating pucks, because man, that's not good to keep inside your body. No, that was awful, Andrew. No. Jesus, this is why he got a demotion. <laughs> it's no, it's it's why I'm going to get a promotion. You can we give him another write up on top of that? That was really <laughs> bad. That was a stretch and a half, but. <laughs> I do think that you're right about the structure solidifying when four boards out there and mm -hmm. we should see an uptick because 65% is abysmal. We're still like third in the league too in penalty kill percentage because we were so good to start the season. Isn't it, isn't it wild that like the bottom 10 of penalty killing now starts at about 73%. That's crazy. Isn't it power play? That has, is that has to level out at some point during the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does it? Like that has to come back down to earth. Does it? Because scoring's way up again. Yeah. I don't know. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Scoring is way up. Uh, Connor McDavid has as many five on five points as Pavel Zaka right now and is killing it on the power play, killing it on the power play. Like mm -hmm. power plays are becoming even more, even more of a important weapon, which makes somebody like full board even more important mm. would you say 64 percent there's something like that just yeah that would there. be last in the league if mm. it's if it continued but i don't think it continues you even saw you you saw even saw improvement with forward back in so i think i'm not concerned about it just yet if we go into colorado or colorado comes in and scores three power play goals maybe i'll start to be concerned mm -hmm. but now not really i think it's just a blip so then here's my question to each of you. Is there anything you're concerned about right now? 22 games in season 21, whatever we're at. What's 19 plus three again? Uh, 84. Richie, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad. You <laughs> um, other than Craig Smith and trying to see what's, what's up with that. 
not particularly nothing nothing mm. really i mean i mean uh, that to a to a larger point against that is i guess the salary cap space like would be the concern right now because at the off. deadline there's going to be some sort of move needed whether it's to make up for somebody that we may lose at some point or a position where we feel like we can improve right now we have no money we have literally thirty eight thousand dollars i mean look hats i'd take off. it personally yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hats off hats off to evan gold <coughs> for working out the working out the salary cap in a way that made it so we could activate four with only getting rid of a single roster spot yeah and hats off to Grizzlick for that creepy photo the bergeron night that probably put into motion Strawman getting released from this team or, <laughs> or, or going to waivers there's there's something with that photo that made me think okay that's where we're going to find our camera. Oh my God. The photo gets taken. And then two days later, <laughs> Anton, can you come into our HR, please? <laughs> Six months later, it's going to be the replay of us, us holding the cup on the ice, everything. Everyone's celebrating. And there's Strawman on his couch stroking that, that picture with please, his hand. Please. Is that what he's going to call it? His picture? <laughs> You guys took it to another place. That wasn't no. me. Just want to, <laughs> I'm just sure you never mind. Stop yeah. what I'm picturing. It's not <laughs> no. Nobody well, else I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Strawman actually. All, all, all kidding aside, I don't know if Strawman actually sticks on this team. Uh, Steve Conroy, mm -hmm. the Boston Herald, asked his agent uh, what his next move is after he cleared waivers and was sent to Providence, and the agent said, "We'll see yeah. if he reports." Okay, that means, I doubt he said it with that much venom on the tongue. Mm -hmm. We'll see. No, yeah. that was you know what that was? That was that was your that was your mom saying we'll see after we go clothes shopping if we can go to McDonald's. It's not happening. First of all, my mother never said we'll see. She said, Do you want to get your ass beat? That was I, that was her response to that. Yeah. Second of all, my mother's a saint. Third of all, I don't know. I have so Third many all, questions about you right now. Wendy's. Yeah, see, actually true. That's yep. actually true. Wendy's That's is superior. Us. Wendy's yeah. is superior. Yep. Uh, I, I don't want to get in. I'm glad we all agree because I don't want another uh, newcomer Lays versus Pringles fucking conversation. Ian, just to be, reminded, up, just up, to be reminded of that conversation this week. People took that as <laughs> I like Pringles more than any chip. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like I have to double down at this point, but like, I like other chips more than Pringles. I just lays. Yep. I, anyway, we, we're fine. We don't have to do this again. By the way, <laughs> for for what Andrew's point is with this of like, well, we're going to have to do right by Strawman here and move them or whatever. No, we don't have to do right by Strawman. You signed a PTO and then signed with a team for league men. Like, let's okay. Hold up, hold up. I didn't say we have to do right by him. I'm just saying that they. It sounds as if they have no plans of reporting to Providence. And an, un an unconditional waivers could be the next move. That blows my mind. Like you knew you were seventh D. Yeah, you he, knew he you signed with this D. team knowing that it wasn't going to be a, a forever position, especially yeah, at he, this at this point in his career. Like, you think maybe he thought he'd beat out, he'd beat someone out. <sighs> they're, not, they're not sending the ball yeah. down because there's someone's picking him up. No, I yeah I I. I don't get it. I, if he's going to get upset about that, which I don't want to, I don't think he is. I don't think that's the case right now. Mm -hmm. 
But if he I just think he wants to be in the NHL, which I think is 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 well within his right. Yeah, every yeah. guy wants to. I mean, do you sure. think Riley's happy down there? You think Wagner's happy down there? Yeah, shit. Wagner's such a trooper, man. I can't yeah. believe Wag- it. Wagner. Wagner plays like he wants to. Here's the main difference here. I've, I've watched some AHL. Wagner plays like he wants to be back up here. Mm-hmm. Riley plays like he would rather be anywhere else. There's a mm-hmm. huge difference with yeah. that. I think Wagner also is playing potentially for a post-career career. I think there's something to be said for what he's capable of in terms of surrounding himself with these younger guys and teaching them the right way. Think he can be a coach? I I think he may be gunning for that. Mm. I I wouldn't mind the mayor being a coach. Yeah, that'd be cool. I I just want him to be happy. Honestly, I just I can't believe he's spending two years down in the yeah. AHL for us. Yep. That's just nuts. Hey man, I- hey man, good for him. Hey, this is getting way ahead of myself. Obviously, like I'm not trying to curse us or anything. How many games does a player have to play in the regular season to still have their name on the cup with the team? 41. Fuck. Is it really that high? Yeah, it's between 35 and 41. That's bananas. That's a ripperoni and cheese wag. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. They uh, uh, Savard, the year that we won the cup, play, played 21 games, and the, the Bruins they had to. Him. That's right. I they, forgot they, about the Bruins that. had to petition the NHL to have yep. his name on the cup. Stephen Camp for that year played 36 games and did not, not get his cup. name. Yeah. Yep. I forgot all about that. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, I think it's, it's I think it's I think it I th- if someone someone could probably correct me on this I think it's between thirty eight and forty one games that that's my final answer because I just remembered Camper as I was talking mm-hmm. I think it's between thirty eight and forty one that's crazy that yeah. is crazy so if we win the so when we win the cup <clears throat> oh God shut up you said when ah <laughs> uh, uh, when we win the cup don't, I don't think Strawman's getting his name on it <laughs> don't out optimistic. Mr. Optimistic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like say, that's my bag, bitch. Yeah. I'm gonna say when, and I'm gonna say talk about us winning the cup and all that stuff. I know, but we are 22 games in, and I'm just like every game. I'm so scared for health. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just terrified all the this time. This last game was the first game that we had probably our optimum lineup. I know. Save Dave Allmark. We were 18 and three. Here's the difference between last year and this year, as far as my optimism goes. Last year. The best case scenario was we were a dark horse that went on a miracle run, right? So it's fun and to just be like, hell yeah, we're winning the cup and fully believe it and be optimistic. This year, we are the betting favorite right now to win the cup. Hmm. It feels different when you say something like when we win the cup. I don't know why. I don't know the science behind it, but it feels different. We're 19 and three. I know we're 19 and three. Okay. All right. What's what's that math, Ian? How what's that add up to? Come on. Eighty four. We've uh, talked about this. God, you are a fucking genius. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> Beating you in predictions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wait. That old mark did that old fall did really scare me though. And it did. Swayman Swayman suddenly got the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Swayman was really strong coming in super cold. Yeah, that game. Yeah, six yeah. saves. Mm-hmm. Kept yeah. it tight. And then he played excellent against the Lightning. So well. A couple of 10 bell saves in the third in that game. Mm-hmm. That right to left push on the two on one. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Those are the kind of saves that hurt my groin. 
Yeah. Remember, just, he's done, remember, he does ballet. Good. He they can all do that should. shit. They all should do ballet. Every mm-hmm. single one of them. Flexibility is so massive. Fun fact. After my first hip surgery, that was part of my rehabilitation. Yeah, but nice. see, you did it for a different reason. Mm-hmm. You you dressed to the nines on it, too. That was so unnecessary. I could have wore some wind pants. <laughs> Just remember, I was eight years old when, uh, when I was eight years old when I did this. So be careful of what you say here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, you've got you've got the weekly I would die for per- Patrice Pergeron moment here. And I love that idea. So can you go ahead and, and give me that? So, so Patrice Bergeron's former agent, current Canadians general manager, Kent Hughes went on spit and chicklets. I believe it was last week. I just recently became aware of this quote and just, I need, I needed to talk about it. So they were talking about how the Habs were in this off season. And I was actually very surprised to hear this prepared to offer Bergeron a contract shock i was actually shocked by this wait actually shocked that they were trying to offer bergeron a contract yes that they were actually going to go after him and not only that they were going to go after him they were going to go after him with with uh with the brinks truck mm-hmm. the amount shocks me yeah the, them going after him isn't that surprising to me well it was surprising to me because they were full they're full rebuild you know what i mean yeah fair but the the Habs were prepared to offer him over nine million dollars, and apparently they had talked. And this is this was Bergeron's response to Kent Hughes. Why do you think I'm worth worth over nine million dollars? If I'm ever going to leave Boston, and I would only take six point two five. If I take over nine, we're not going to win anything. I want to take less for the team to win, and I want to lead by example. So thank you for the offer, but Boston is where I want to be. I would die. I would take, I would, I would, if Patrice Bergeron came into my house today and said, jump out your window and I live on a sixth story, I would do it. No questions asked. I would say goodbye to all that I love and I would jump. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I love this man. I will never, I will, well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I shouldn't say that considering my anniversary mm-hmm. is next week, but I will never love a woman as much as I love Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> Nobody clips e- that. Nobody clips that. This is equal parts sad. And yeah, I kind of get it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> equal parts sad and justified. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of statement just makes you proud of. I just proud that you were the lucky franchise to have him for his whole career, yeah. and you did try to do right by him. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of debate about that, but with the GMs that we've had, whether or not we should have won more cups, uh, three finals is three finals, man. But mm. yeah, this is just uh, Bergeron, man. What can you even say at this point? Just imagine if he was drafted by the Habs. No, like we would be we would have to actually admit that we liked a Hab player because it's impossible. Like, I can't I would love to find an actual Habs fan to give me a real reason why they may or may not hate Patrice Bergeron. If because you know that there's some out there who's like, oh, I can't fucking stand him. Why? He's too good of a person. He's too perfect. I, I've heard that argument before. <laughs> yeah. I think you just gave me a mini stroke when you mm-hmm. said that. Yeah. But OK, so hang on a second. 
let's go let's 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 play with the scenario if patrice bergeron was drafted by the montreal canadians oh stop saying it it hurts i just kind of threw up a little bit yeah i'm sorry for bringing it up no no i I think i I think it's an interesting question because what kind of reputation does montreal build from there the kind kind of drafts logan mayo (laughs) i can't even make that joke anymore because we did the we're no better we're no better uh, but but would we would the montreal canadians be be the diving mike ribeiro pretending he's dead alex kovalev actually might be dead no just kidding would we would would they would the cabs be that team with patrice bergeron leading them i don't think so mm-hmm. it would change the entire course of the rivalry it certainly should with a player like Bergeron, but I also think the Bruins fuck that thought. <laughs> well, fuck that thought for sure. But yeah. this kind of goes two ways. Does Bergeron become Bergeron if not for the, I mean, 20 years that we've had that were laid out the way they were. I mean, Chara coming in was what we would probably call the biggest catalyst for the change in the culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And does Bergeron be really become he he would always have been a great two way player, a fantastic. Uh, I mean, he would be in the rafters no matter where he went. But would he still be this Bergeron so without I, Chara? I have a no. I actually had kind of have a counter argument with that. Bergeron credits Claude Julian for him taking the next evolutionary step in the way that he plays. Who was the coach of the Canadians around the time that Patrice Bergeron was drafted? I'm going to guess, guess Claude. You are correct. I nailed it. Good job on me. (laughs) So maybe Bergeron becomes that player sooner and wins eight or nine Selkies. Okay. Fuck off. First of all, (laughs) I don't, this is bullshit. Thomas, say something to this guy. I don't know. Hey, man, you guys are demoting me, so I got nothing to lose now. Yeah, <laughs> you're hurting my feelings like a lot here. And to would, be honest, would Bergeron be more successful if he was a hab? Yeah, I want to say <laughs> some things that I should not say on a, uh, you know. Well, platform. hey, you know, you said on your latest video that I'm really good at pissing you off. I'm just playing the bit. Dude, you've uh, you've brought it up to a whole new level. I want to mm-hmm. congratulate you and uh, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Ian, I'm still Ian, stuck you, on God. You know you're my favorite person, Ian. Go ahead, Tom. That's not true either. Now you're just lying to me. <laughs> Bergeron's your favorite at very least. <laughs> I wouldn't die, Ian. I wouldn't die for you, but I might. I, I might. I might Don't. brush my teeth and take a sip of orange juice for you. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Go ahead, Thomas. I've what did actually, you want to back I've to? had the the benefit of mostly blanking out over the last five minutes of this conversation this was a great conversation well i'm still stuck on the idea of like what can be said to justify not liking a patrice bergeron the only thing i could come up with with the most cynical corners of my brain is maybe somebody doesn't like him because he's he's almost too good too nice too whatever where it may come off as fake in a way Mm -hmm. because i feel like that's one of the reasons that a lot of people hate tom brady Mm-hmm. Is that he seems like too much yeah, of a down earth guy? Yeah, he's got that kind of yeah. bullshit going on. Yeah, that's, but but that's the only thing I can think of, and I feel like he's he's 
nixed that so many times mm -hmm. with actually being a provable, tangible, good human being. Yeah. If you if you dislike Bergeron, you're just an edge lord looking. To, yes. Yes. To be like, Correct. oh, I don't like that. But that's the same thing with like Stamkos. If you dislike Stamkos, you're probably just trying to go against the grain on that. When Bergeron was still, I guess, struggling, quote unquote, with his decision to come back here, uh, it was around the time of the draft. Patrice Bergeron went to each individual Bruins draft pick and called them to congratulate them on being drafted. Do you care of any other captain that does that? I would, I mean, I would assume that yes, it probably is more that. common, but you don't hear about it though. Yeah. I, I think if you'd follow the teams, like if we, individually, you probably hear more of it. I, I know he's yeah. not the only captain that does that. I think, uh, Shit, I, I, I want to say Kopitar does it with the Kings guys. Kopitar's uh, dope too. No, he is dope. Uh, but like, they, there are a few other guys that I know that actually do it. I just can't, can't think of a lot of them right yeah. now. Yeah, uh, weird, huh? Yeah, <laughs> fair. Yeah. Uh, but it, I would it definitely, definitely say it's probably a minority mm -hmm. um, sure. in terms of like the amount of guys who do it in the league. But I don't think he's like the only guy. Like, I don't think that's anything that he just invented out of his own. He did, but ass, well, he didn't invent but, it out of its own. But he, but it, but it speaks to the kind of real person he is he yeah. can, who, who actually goes the extra mile every time mm -hmm. yes, what is his what is his post career going to be politician no uh, <laughs> i hope he disappears i think i, hope. I honestly i think that's what it's going to be yeah. he is he's he's a very private person yep um i don't think coaching says i, I don't he hasn't given any sort of any sort of um indication that coaching is this thing i'm no, not it would, sure. be, it would be a front office thing maybe more, more but i just i don't know if i see it i don't think he I, well i don't want to say he doesn't have the temperament for it he can do whatever the fuck he wants mm. but i think he's just a guy i think he's the kind of guy who when he retires he's gonna he's gonna retire to a nice uh nice little cottage in rural quebec quebec and just live out his days and make appearances as Bru Bruins alumni and yeah, not do probably like speaking engagements and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Yes. Commencement yeah. speeches. Yeah. I, and, and, and I know a lot, I, I know we, we do, we do, we do this a lot. We do this a lot where if, a when we have a former player who's nearing the end, uh, not just in this sport either in baseball in mm -hmm. anything where we're just like, we, Oh, I'd love to see him coach. I'd love yeah. to see him be a coach. I'd love to see him be a general manager. And most of these guys just don't want to do that. Yeah. Some of them do. Most of them don't. Bergeron definitely seems like the type where he, where he, he and his beautiful square, square jawed children and his lovely wife mm -hmm. will just go off into the sunset and rarely be heard from again. And you know what? Fine by me. Yep. Watch him just like end up on America's Got Talent or something like that, like as a host, <laughs> like just completely going against what he's we the mask. Right no, he's the masked yeah. singer. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the best episode of uh, the masked singer. I've never watched a second of that show, but I would I would watch for him. Yep, I would do anything for him. I mm. Patrice, if you're listening, which I know you are. <laughs> I would if, cry. I would, I would cry if he just was a little bit more outgoing and spoke he would be a candidate for me to replace jack edwards oh my god yeah 
should we should we touch on this real quick speaking of do you yeah jesus do you do you want me to just lay it out let's rip the band-aid off man Look, listening to what he was talking about with with as we all have called fat pat I, including it himself on, yeah it, it went on a little bit too long for my liking i wasn't offended by it but it was just like it reached a point where typical jack edwards he says certain things and goes a little bit to a point where it's just a little bit cringy mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i love i love what he does for this team the energy the homerism like that's one of the big knocks against him from every other fan base obviously he's calls our games it's appreciated when he is a homer for our team I don't think the Pat Maroon stuff was egregious or anything. I don't think it's a reason for him to lose his job necessarily. Uh, but it is just another, I think I tweeted it out to somebody. It's another feather in the cap to anybody who, who does want to see him gone because it's just another thing that he said. That's just like, he's losing it. He's losing a step or he's, he's not all there or he's not with it or he's just reaches points of he's a little bit embarrassing at certain points i think i think this one i think this one definitely falls under that umbrella that yeah, was it's just that was it was embarrassing. just embarrassing more than anything else mm-hmm. but he i'm, I'm not it. gonna sit here and say no i mean like he and you know what you could say it because he's chirping like the boys chirp whatever like but you also have a journalistic responsibility to kind of keep that wrangled in and to go on for over a minute was just it just it wasn't funny enough to carry that on like it wasn't the pizza throwing for jerry remy and and uh don orsillo you know what i mean like what a classic moment when the when those dudes go off and they're not talking about what's actually going on on the field or on the ice or whatever you want to say uh it was it was a different level of entertainment and i don't think edwards is that guy to be able to pull that off and if he and, and if he was that guy at this point you think brick wants to engage him like that because i don't think so it, it, even with brick there reached a point where it was like uncomfortable laughter mm-hmm. yeah. it was just like it was you could just imagine him kind of giving a hand sign like all right let's move on let's move on yeah but it is what it is i'm not i'm not expecting him to lose his job nor do i think he should but at a certain point you do have to kind of take the totality of what he's been able to accomplish on the air for the last couple of years and it's not it's not mid 2010s anymore yeah. like he's he has lost a step and mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know I'm, it's I'm, hard to listen to him some nice because you that's know that's what i mean like it's he's not that impressive at this point well it's and even when he does shit even, like this it's just like man you're just you're making the case for people who don't like you and it's not even that it's not that impressive it's 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 <sighs> it's uncomfortable it gets past that it's uncomfortable in a health sense yeah. you know because a lot that a lot there's been a lot of slurring a lot of slurring yeah. of speech mm-hmm. you know a lot of you know can't get words out and has to say things five times i do that sometimes mm-hmm. but i'm not i'm not somebody who's been broadcasting for 35 years you know what i mean this is just another step in the jack edwards era coming to a head mm-hmm. and I think the end of that, the end of him being here is sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And I think this just proved this, this kind of gives it a, that a little more credence. Yeah. I, I'm not disappointed or pissed off by it. I thought it was unprofessional because of the length that went on. Yeah. If it was a one-off fat Pat joke, like, look, that's been a long time of us doing that. Mm-hmm. I thought Pat, Pat Maroon's response was 
yeah, I still have to make those shirts. Fat Pat banged your mom. Uh, but I, I, at the end of the day, I thought Pat Maroon's response is going to do a lot of good, a lot of donations and everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exactly how you want to handle this stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you were being a dick to me. Let me, let me get some good out of this. And everyone yep. can kind of walk away with a chuckle. Yep. And I, and I appreciate what Pat Maroon did until I saw the canes jump in on it. I was just about to say that. Congrats guys. You donated a hundred dollars. You yeah. stupid fucking franchise. Tom Dundon made his money off of predatory lending, predatory payday loans. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> also, the they signed Tony D'Angelo. Like, yes, yes, that was like ninety percent of the comments on it. it was beautiful. Uh, uh, just another, just Tony another D- opportunity to say fuck the Canes. Really, fuck the Canes, uh, man. The canes. No, no, they didn't donate a hundred dollars. They donated a hundred dollars and nineteen cents in honor of Jack Edwards because it was in reference to Jack Edwards going on a rant about how. Dougie Hamilton should never get to wear the green number 19 whale. Mm. Hot take. Hot take. None of them should get to wear the green whale. Ah, there it is. Yes. (laughs) Do you guys want to jump into voicemails? Please. This conversation is just over. I have a fuck ton. So get ready. Yeah, buddy. How many do you have, bud? Uh, just said yeah, I fucked on. That is oh, okay. Actual... Is that is is that is that a legal unit of measurement? I believe so. Okay, Here's, good. I'm just gonna start running them off. Uh, if there are questions, we will answer them. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, we're just we're gonna power through these. Yeah, buddy. Hey boys, it's Zach Newcomer, aka the OG Forgiven, aka the Golden God, aka the guy who almost ruined the pot. And I'm just here with a little grind my gears segment, right? Why the fuck is there so much favoritism among referees in every part of the league, right? Not just the NHL, not just the AHL, but the ECHL. I'm leaving a K-League game, right? It's a fucking super minor league, right, boys? So fucking, we got a defenseman in the offensive zone for the K-Wings that lifts the goal off its mooring. And they wait to blow the whistle until he's attempted three shots with the goal off. Now, mind you, if he loses the goal, we're already making a shot. No call whatsoever. Then the boy takes a fucking dive. It's 30 seconds left, and we get called for a fucking trip. And all I can think is we just have the same bullshit with the fucking referees in the Carolina game. Where the boys, like, we were due for a loss, right? Like, the Bruins are on a fucking heater. Absolute fucking heater, right? Straight fucking whack. It's a team fuck. But... The boys deserve to lose that in their own aspect. Like, the K-Wings are getting outshot at our fucking game, and we were still bringing it back, because their fucking goalie is a wreck. But, the boys, have this, they should have lost that themselves, not the fucking refs. Am I right on this? Like, I, I just gotta hear, I know we don't want to talk about refereeing, because it's such a fucking gray area, or like a cliche, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But, fuck, like, it's just bullshit. So, just a little bit. I finally called in. I had to throw something in the fucking skirt line finally. So I got something a little grind my gears, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Anyway, looking forward to the next game. Kaylee's are going to bounce back. The Bruins are going to keep being awesome. Fuck, the Red Wings are looking great too, am I right, boys? But, fuck yeah. Let's, uh, looking forward to the next spot. Keep being awesome. I love all of you. Thanks, boys. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. I can tackle this one, I think, pretty succinctly on it. 
not a banner week. Matt Murray. <laughs> not a banner week for the refs this week, I'd say in total, right? It's been a tough couple of games for the refs. The better your team is because the way the referees in this league work, the more dominant you are in the game, the less they want to give you a power play. And they want to even out power play calls as much as possible so neither side can complain. We have enough proof to know that at this point. It's a very well-known fact. The better your team is, the more obvious it feels that you're not getting the calls you deserve. We got to get used to that right now. Uh, We are going to have nights where the referees save our ass. We're going to have nights like against Florida where we couldn't believe what was getting called. It's just part of it. Uh, And it is frustrating. It pisses me off. But until the league decides to really step up and, and stop trying to even out all the calls... I mean, there's not much you can do. I mean, there's a reason Money Puck has a uh, percentage chance that the next call is on this team. And if your team just got the last call, your percentage chance goes way down that you get another one until they even it up. Not really much else to add. No, I don't have anything to add. Uh, yeah. Kudos to Newcomer for absolutely unloading on this voicemail. Jesus. That was He had the hose kinked for months listening to this podcast and finally something chapped his ass enough uh newcomer though say the f word a lot we're we're a clean podcast we don't swear very often and yeah what the fuck fuck is your problem (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much zach for that fucking phone call thanks for all the stuff on twitter too because you crack me up here we go here's another one hey what's going on guys it's uh it's everyone's favorite zach (laughs) i'm just kidding Ooh. Right off the bat, talking a little bit of shit right there. We're, we just went back to back with some Zacks, and he just he came out and said he's the favorite Zach. Oh, Tarenko, Ooh. you gonna do? Gonna... Do we got a little war? No, I'm just fucking around. Here we go. <laughs> I, uh, I got a question uh, for you guys, and also a little bit of like a, a little uh, statement, but, but a, a question. So uh, this morning I was watching um, the newest episode of Behind the Beat, and there's a part of it where uh, Marshan says, um, I changed, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm going to the Lady Bing this year. And obviously I think he was saying that as a joke. And I think, you know, we can all agree that Marshan, I think would be almost impossible or it would never really happen for him to win the Lady Bing. But it got me thinking about what would happen if hypothetically he put up, uh, you know, in, in one season he put up statistics that um, are similar or the same as somebody who might win. You know, looking back to like Kyle Connor last year or, or Jacob Slavin the year before. Um, and wondering if, and my question for you guys is, is, if he were to hypothetically put up a season of numbers, you know, similar statistics, low penalty minutes, stuff like that, um, do you think that he could, that a guy like Marshan with all of his history, all the suspensions, all of the type of play he's had before, do you think he could actually win the Lady Bing Trophy? Or do you think that even if he put up the best stats out of anybody, or the best stats needed to win the Lady Bang. Do you think he would get snubbed, or do you think he would get kind of put to the side just because of his past? I know that you know in in the past sometimes um, voters have um, kind of snubbed people even if they had the best stats, or snubbed people even if they did the better players. So it's just a, a, a you know kind of a weird question about you know do you think Marshan could ever win the Lady Bang? But hope you guys have a good weekend. Uh, go be. So right off the bat for me, what comes to mind is the fact that Bergeron should have more Selkie trophies, and it almost feels like certain years they're, he's in a position to be denied, uh, whereas last year it was undeniable that he was the winner of that. But I think the polarizing element to Marshawn's past 
is potentially enough to kind of knock him off that pedestal if it's close enough. I don't think he'll ever be in a position to win a Selkie at this point. <clears throat> well, he's talking Lady Bing. Oh, Lady Bing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. no, fuck yeah. that. No. Yeah. Um, I would like to say that the league can recognize reform uh, in some way and see what Bruins fans see, but at the same time, it feels like every time we're like, oh man, we're almost like two years removed from a stupid Marshawn thing. He'll do something again. And it just kind of gets yeah. reset on. Like him. once you say it out loud, there's a, there's a clock. Yeah. 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 Um, he's been clean. Um, he's, he got very animated, uh, the other night after a particularly egregious, uh, egregious bad call. I think it was the tripping where you saw him slam and punch and nearly break his stick in the box. Um, but <clears throat> it's been, I think he's more concentrated. If you uh, read the article in The Athletic a couple of days ago about how Marshawn is dissatisfied with his game. He thought he thinks he's, he think he, he, he says that his play has not been up to his standard, which Bro, you just came from double hip surgery. Give yourself a little bit of credit, and you're averaging more than a point per game. <laughs> so let's uh, <laughs> calm down. Calm down. You're doing all right. But <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I, I think in. The, I think more than any other sport, I believe the NHL. Uh, you hold on to your reputation as whatever you are longer than other sports. This is my personal opinion. Um, what do you guys think? I think, and I think that will, I think that will always get in the way of that. Even if he ends the year with four penalty minutes, I don't think he ends the year with four penalty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> good, uh, good, good, uh, good, in, good analysis, Ian. Yeah, no, I, I don't have much to add to it, honestly. I, it's he's never going to be able to fully recover from his reputation. And I think that he's going to have to come to terms with that. I don't it's deserved gonna, reputation. Let's make that clear. Yeah. yeah that's I'm, I'm not going to sit here and defend any of it or, or act like it's fair either that you can't be coming back from that. But I mean, for some reason, because of some really soft slew footing calls last year, it's revamped everything. Whereas we were on the, straight and narrow for a long time before that right and now it feels like we reset it last year even though those calls were bullshit mm-hmm. so it is what it is there's, there's going to be another suspension one of these days just because he's Brad Marchand and it's unfortunate but I, I hope the next time it happens definitely more likely to call. he's definitely more likely to be suspended again than he is to be even in consideration for the lady bang yes uh, I would I would venture to bet that way Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, yep. if, if this is completely off topic, but sort of on topic with the Bergeron selfie thing, if you don't vote for someone because of voter fatigue, you're a fuck fucking, you, Mark. Fuck you, Mark Lazarus. Yes. You're a fucking infant and you shouldn't have the right to vote. I just wanted to have my take on that. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to add because I agree entirely. Here's another call. Hi, boys. This is Krista the Den Mama. Just calling to say hi and thank you. And yes, this is me. I have the flu, so my voice sounds even more inappropriate than it usually does. But I assure you it's me. And I just wanted to congratulate you guys on 100 episodes. We all knew it would happen. And it happened because you guys are the real deal. You don't dick us around. 
you tell us the you tell, just tell us the way it is. And you're so listenable, you're so knowledgeable, and really, at the end of the day, you're just really three nice guys. And we are very grateful for your podcast. And I'm sorry I'm sick and recording this, but just congratulations and on a hundred, and here's to a hundred thousand more. All right, take care, you guys. I love, I love that she said her voice sounds even more inappropriate than usual. <laughs> that's, that's a nice little touch there. Yep. Perfect. Kristen, thank you so much for that phone call. Uh, God, I hope we don't do another 100,000 episodes. <laughs> hey, welcome to the short ships. <laughs> yeah. If mathematically, I don't even know what we could possibly get up to, uh, especially, especially with how sick we always seem to be. Yeah, I'm actually uh, losing my voice as we're recording. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm getting worn out quick. I've been battling COVID all week. So uh, here we are. But Krista, I hope you feel better. Thank you so much for making the phone call. Thanks, Mama. My math is right. That's 274 years. Do you think Bergeron will still be playing at that point? Like, do you think yes. 270 years? Easily. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's going to be the extension possible sign to. <laughs> He might take a, a you know a century <laughs> off in the middle there, but he'll be back. Yeah, a little sabbatical. Yeah, they sign him to a two a two hundred and seventy four year contract for the discount. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Hey, fellas, uh, James Colin, uh, you're a Bruins fan over here in Buffalo. Just wanted to say congratulations for a hundred episodes. Uh, I think I've been listening since. Oh boy. The Stat Boy Steve episode was that episode like five or six maybe. Um, so just wanted to say congratulations. It's been a wild ride through COVID and everything, but it's been a blast. Um, here's to a hundred more. Go beef. Damn, that's a long time, man. That yeah, like- Stat Boy Steve was episode seven. Seven. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> awesome, man. man. We obviously so appreciate that you're that loyal of a listener, man. Oh man, that's an OG right there. Props. Yep. Thanks, uh, man. What the hell is Stat Boy Steve? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a, a very well known uh, New York Rangers uh, Twitter and social media personality, <laughs> and Stat Boy Steve is like the perfect name for him because he's an encyclopedia. I have been on this podcast for 60 fucking episodes and there's people who are listening to know the podcast way better than I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. I find that so funny. It's great. Yep. Are you just jealous because you think Stat Boy is better than uh, a better nickname than low quality? Oh, First shit. of all, it, oh, shit. It, if he does a lot of stats, then yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> he does a but, lot of stats and he's and he's very Austrian. But mm-hmm. it may be better than low qual, but it's not more accurate. So. This is true. This no. is very true. No, I actually is, love I love what? low qual as a nickname. So I'm just busting <laughs> your shit. You know what, man? He nailed it. it Ian, Ian, no one knows you better than you, bud. Yep, that's for damn sure. Uh, <laughs> my therapist can suck it. Anyway, next phone call. <laughs> next phone call. What's going on, gentlemen? It's David. Twitter handles it's David K46. First of all, Hell yeah, brother. Second of all, this team fucks aggressively, and I love it. Third, congratulations on episode 100. You guys have been putting out amazing content, and I appreciate it. Fourth of all, Andrew, thanks for eating that curl. The Felino is actually good this year. I'm eating mine, too. I'm right there with you, brother. 
Okay, cool. Short and sweet. Later, guys. Go bees! Go bees! <laughs> this team fucks aggressively. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna be able gonna be able to hear it, but Ian and I were fucking dying. I know, dude. I'm with an entire call. <laughs> Aggressively. Maybe we leave the violence out of the fucking if we can. But like you're not I'm not saying you're wrong. I hey, just, we don't kink shame on the short trip podcast. Oh man. Yeah, that's some good stuff. God And and uh, um, David, David, I actually do have a very serious question. Who the hell is Fuligno? Ugh. And I'm angry again, just like that. God, he has such a talent. He has yep. such a talent for it. Here's another call. What up? This is Trot. Big win tonight. These training keeps rolling. Hear me out. All black jerseys, glow in the dark, mess there. No, Trot. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Nope. Today? Yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do it. I want it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Oh, can we have the meth bear like six times the size of what we're getting on the Winter Classic? I want that That's shit. That's what I want. That's what I want. Over it. Oh, fuck it. Meth bear badges on it too. Patches like do the 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 actual like the actual jersey. The actual jersey is just a giant meth bear. Oh, that's gross. I love it. The sponsorship logo, Meth Bear. Like, just. No, the sponsorship logo was that new movie that's coming out next year, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Change the helmets. I want them to be Meth Bear helmets with actual ears. No, no, no. They have teeth. The visors are teeth. Teeth and ears. I hate both of you so much. Trot. Thanks for fucking up my night. Excellent call. Excellent call. <laughs> Trot, Trot is an old Trot is an old uh, PT alum. Uh, so shout out, shout out to uh, user named Dwayne Zackamore. Trot, love you, guy. All right, here's another one. What's up, fam? This is John Pie. Wanted to call in and congratulate you guys on 100 episodes. Jersey numbers don't even go that high. That's freaking crazy. I came initially just to hear some hockey analysis, but I stayed when you guys just made 50 dick jokes over and over again. And I'm like, yes, this is the podcast for me. This Bruins team is freaking incredible. Just won their 13th straight home game to start the season. Breaks a record previously held by the 2022-2023 Boston Bruins. Oh, man. Swayman's on his game again. The defense is fully healthy. This team is only getting better, and they've lost three times! Fuck yeah, boys. 100 episodes. Let's fucking go. Go bees! Also, Ian, I'm gonna kick your ass in fantasy this week. He is. He actually is. I'm having a horrible week in fantasy, and I'm also realizing that I might be bad at fantasy. So, you know, he is currently. Uh, this is why we listen to the cheese. podcast, the EB Fantasy episode. Also, I just want to point out to him that, uh, look, your reason for staying with the pod says a lot more about you than it does us. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> Jombie, I didn't recognize you when you were fully, without fully co-opting Vince, Vincent Price's cadence. <laughs> Jombie's such a, such a trick. Six foot eight, and he can skate, looking for girlfriends to impregnate. Oh my God. He's a he's a treasure, and I, I anyway, I, I will tell you something about him later off the air that I, I can't say. On the air. Uh, <laughs> Here's another, I can't wait. <laughs> Here's another call. 
What's going on, my boys? It's Zach T calling again. I know I already called you guys a call earlier this week, but wanted to call you again, and I thought it was important because you guys did your 100th episode. That's awesome. And first, want to say congratulations. I know, um, you know, a lot of people don't know how much work you guys put in. Um, I know, you know, Thomas, you edit these so much. You guys, you know, you get all these great topics. You do a really good job. Um, putting these episodes together and, and taking time out of your day to make others, you know, give others some con- Burns content, which I, I bet I can speak for most people when I say that it's really good Burns content and I love listening to it every week. And, you know, there's been a lot of weeks where I've looked forward to listening and, and, and hearing your guys' thoughts on certain topics and, and talking to you guys to finally hit 100 episodes. And um, it's just so crazy. And I think that, you know, one of the things that um, it doesn't it doesn't mention a lot of that you know you guys are I would say are really funny you have a really good connection through you guys but you also have had some great conversations um, some really important conversations you know just right off the top of my head thinking about you know when Montgomery was hired and talking about you know some of the personal things that he had and it was a really good conversation really important um, conversation there and some stuff that happened with Nathan Kadri last year like you guys bring a good aspect of, of funny talk and, and just being fans of the Bruins but also important conversations that need to be had and you guys do a great job so um, I'm glad that I got to be a part of, of the 100 episode journey as I was I think I was on one short episode in the, in the off season but um, I really you know appreciate all the, all the work you do and again congratulations and I uh, can't wait for 200 go bees go bees I'm really gonna have to limit him for calling in because I have to pay him for every compliment he <laughs> he pays <laughs> your check's in the mail dude, I'm checks now in the mail, Zach <laughs> Zach dude thanks so much man We I've, obviously we appreciate the fuck out of you mm-hmm. it's just oh man all of this all of this is making me feel all warm inside gross I don't like that I don't like that there was a I don't like that there was a five second pause with that <laughs> let me just let me be man let me let me be happy for the fans and all that (laughs) ian's just sitting there just seething at me because i've basically been trolling him the entire episode (laughs) no i'm genuinely happy for you big hundred guys i'm proud of you guys well you're part of it too buddy yeah part of half of it way less impressive i don't think you're you're you've been here for the way more important half Yes, uh, way more important half. Correct. Yeah, once you guys got the kinks ironed out, I'm like, hey, I'll hop in. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> new kinks. <laughs> kinks? What are you talking about? We're perfect. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Speaking of kinks, here's our boy Boosie. Yeah! Boys, it's your boy downtown Boosie. I'm not leaving my Twitter handle because y'all fuckers should know it. I just want to call in and congrats, congratulate you guys on 100 Effies. Big milestone. Happy for y'all. Keep doing what y'all do. Even you, Thomas, you tall fucking piece of shit. I love you. Love you, boys. You tall fucking piece of shit. It's been a long running thing where I always just shit on Boosie because I'm at least a foot taller than him and just chirp him about his tape jobs. I think that's how our friendship began, actually. Is Boosie really 5'2"? He's not No, five. no, no. <laughs> okay. No. I'm like, I'm, I'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> no, he's he's so ready for me to make that joke, though. Like last week, I, I tagged him in something. I saw at a thrift store, this old Cooper uh, bucket with a just a gnarly face mask. And everybody mm-hmm. just assumed the way I was holding it in my hand 
that it was a kid's helmet. Like, no, my hand just made it look smaller and the angle, whatever. But he thought I was chirping him for having a small head. And I was like, no, dude, like genuinely, I think this face mask is rad. And I feel like you're the only one cool enough on the ice that could pull this shit off. Boosie. It's my own fault. I've made him so sensitive to it, but Boosie is like one of one of my favorite people that I've met in the two years or whatever it's been to do these hundred episodes. Uh, he's definitely one of my favorite connections that we've made. Oh man, we're definitely we're clo- we are closing in on two years. We'll be at two years, I think, in about six weeks. Jesus. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, one Boosie, of, one of the longest relationships without getting married. So, um, <laughs> jokes on you, man. You're you you've already you, you've got you've got a second and third wife here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did we're, not agree keeping, to this. Yeah, if if we're keeping tabs, this would be third and fourth wife. But that's fine. Oh. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right, Boosie. I got one. I got one more. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted I just wanted to say, Boosie, you absolute electric factory. Thank you so much for supporting us in this journey and. I'm looking forward to more Only Bruins episodes. You've been fire every single one so far. So, so, so far. We're expecting the fall off, apparently. Oops. Yes, so, yes. So we're expecting that. We're expecting. Well, Tom, Thomas, you're going to pretend that you made this joke. We're expecting a couple, maybe a few episodes to fall a little short. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go back and have another beer with him. He came down uh, to my neck of the woods a couple weeks ago and had a blast with him and his lady. So definitely need to do that again, Boosie. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Let's do uh, let's do one more call. Hi guys, this is Molossoraptor23. Thank you and congratulations on a hundred episodes for the podcast. Well deserved. Looking forward to many many more. Um, thank you for making this past off season what could have been a very slow off season, and you guys made it so entertaining. Uh, can't wait for hundreds more episodes, and uh, thank you for the daily reminder that this team absolutely fucks thank you have a good night boys this team fucking is, that that joke's not gonna go away anytime no. so. aggressively is that aggressively what fucking <laughs> i guess it beats violently i don't know man <laughs> aggressively violently fucking no oh my god oh jeez. it's a lot of really nice calls though yeah, yeah a lot a lot of really good calls and i think we got a couple more uh, that just didn't take because I had a lot of missed calls in the last like 48 hours. Oh, really? Yeah, because every single time we get a voicemail, my phone actually rings and then I have to decipher whether it's meant for me or meant for the podcast. So I just ignore most of them and then it's like, oh, this is the hospital calling and here's your results on the CAT scan for your stupid brain. And By the way, oh, here's, here's, here's doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the funny thing is, I'm, I don't remember which phone call it was, but Nell actually almost answered the phone. And I should have just let her, because it would have been a conversation with, like, Jombie Pot, and that shit would have been hilarious. Hmm. <laughs> call for Nell. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Oh, yep. my God. What else do we have to accomplish on our 100th episode here? Hmm. What do we have on the itinerary? Not much left. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, it's not much left. Uh... I would die for Patrice Bergeron or PK. Ian has stopped the bleeding. Voicemails, voicemails, voicemails. Oh, predictions? I think that's pretty much it. Let's do predictions, yeah, Let's boys. do predictions. All right, so let's see. Um, I usually have it all ready to go, but I don't. So... Uh, <laughs> it's absolutely embarrassing that we're 100 episodes into this and you're this unprepared. 
I, I, I should, I should just truly just go fuck myself. Aggressively. Aggressively. Jesus, that please not be coming. <laughs> um, we have two games against the Avs and a game against the against the Vegas Golden Knights. It's gonna be a fun week. Ah, uh, sure is. So we got the first game's like Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, it's sat- who who made the schedule. We are going to have such a backloaded schedule. My God. Yeah, I can't wait. It's every other day for the rest of December, I think. Mm. Oh, my God. Like, literally every other day. I don't. Well, rip my December. That's going to be it for me, then. Rip your relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, that that was always a given. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. So, first game is against the Avalanche on Saturday. Um, Ian, defending champion of the week. I think you should start. I think I should start too, uh, and I. I'm glad you made that unilateral decision, Ian. <laughs> I am terrified of Colorado still. Uh, I think that's fair, but I do think this is a dub. I think it's a four to two dub. Four to two dub. Okay. Yeah. So you, so you think that they're going to extend their now record-breaking home winning streak? Not if you keep talking about it. <laughs> not if not if you Andrew Johnson that shit. Why is that a verb? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that the Bruins do continue it. Uh, I think the game's going to be a little bit more wild than I want to see. Uh, I think it's going to be a 4-3 dub and it's going to be a late dub. A late dub. Okay. All right. I like those games. Those games are fun. I I think <sighs> the streak's got to end sometime, right? No, actually, it never technically yeah, has, it to. has to. No, it doesn't have to do anything, Andrew. Law of averages, man. But every time I do this, I pick the wrong game. Mm-hmm. So just to ensure that you guys are right, <laughs> I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a five three loss. All right. So you're predicting a wild one as well. So yes, I am. A uh, little bit too wild for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But we're not. Let's... But we're not playing them this week. Yeah. Let's uh let's move on oh, to Monday. God. It's too many, too many of these dad jokes. You're not even the dad on this podcast. What's up? What's not, happening right now? I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I have people asking me if I actually have children. <laughs> My dad jokes are so. Bad. I do not know why, but I thought you were about to say I have people asking me to give them kids. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm <laughs> guys, like guys, Danielle won't even ask me to give her kids. So I mean. <laughs> Well, Danielle knows you too well at this point. Why would she ask? Five five years next week, boys. <laughs> Goodness. Golden yeah, Knights. Right? That's what Golden, I said. <laughs> Golden Knights at Bruins on uh, on Monday night. Uh, Andrew, why don't you go ahead and start? Uh, the return of the prodigal dad, uncle, son. I don't know. What's Bruce Cassidy? Uh, he's the coach of the Golden Knights. Okay, yes, there we go. Thank, thank, yep. thank you. Yes, return of the prodigal coach of the Golden Golden Knights. God, the, the Golden's, the Golden's, the Goat, the Golden Knights, the Gonad Knights. Um, Please just give me your fucking fuck the Knights four one dub. I'll take it. Yep. Uh, I'll actually agree with you, but just to be different, I'll say three one dub. Okay, I like it. Uh, I actually think this is the one that we we teeter on. Um, so I am going to call a very frustrating four to one loss. Oh, I hate you on a molecular yeah. level. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't be. He might not be that far off. Cassidy might know how to neutralize this team. 
Maybe. Uh, he doesn't mean I have to like it. Yeah. And then we go Wednesday, December 7th, 9 p.m. Back to out, Colorado. Out in Colorado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you all right? Sorry, that the COVID is catching up to me. Uh, we're almost done, buddy. Hang in there. Out in right. Colorado. <clears throat> oh, fuck. Out in Colorado. Bruins at Avalanche. I think this might be a loss because we're not at home. <laughs> I'm sticking I'm sticking with the home streak, obviously. Uh, but I think this is going to be very similar to the first Avalanche uh, Bruins game of the week. And I believe it's just going to be a flip score. Uh, four three abs. Are you going to give him a point or no? What? Are you going to give him a point over time? No, no. Okay. All right. Ian? I just think you can score on this Colorado team. I, I think we're going to win again. I do. Nice. I, I am going to go with a three to one dub. Three to one dub. Okay. I think you can score on this team. I think it's very hard to score on us. You know, I, you know, I have to do it for the hundredth episode. I haven't done it in a while. Uh, I haven't done it in a while. This is T as bingo two cards. Two weeks. What do you out. mean a while? Two <laughs> weeks. It's been a, for me. It's a while, and you know it. You know I'm right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Three, zero, Dubaruni and cheese. To quote my favorite local. I just ugh. everybody hates it. Everybody hates it. Uh, you won't hate it when it happens. Mm. Oh, no. I have to give you a little more credit than that. I think it's been more than two weeks. Uh, yeah, see? I know. It's, it's been, been like three. three weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was looking back through some stuff and went, oh, no. I did a, I did a shout-out prediction two weeks ago. Oh, no. <laughs> shout-out shout out to Tia, a uh, uh, regular listener of the pod and regular grammar collect- corrector of the pod. Mm-hmm. And pronunciation corrector. Yeah, you give Ooh. her a good amount of work. I really do. I really do. I keep her in business. <laughs> uh, she made a bingo card for us, and uh, I hope she posts it because it's fucking brilliant. The center square is Thomas hates the Canes. Yeah, Which everybody gets a point. Everybody oh, gets a point. So beautiful. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and post it. She sent it. She sent it over to the uh, podcast account. Oh, she did I'll, great. I'll definitely, I'll post it uh, along with the uh, like at the same time as I, I post the show. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the, uh, w- one of it is, uh, K- Andrew can't say Foligno and Andrew predicts a shutty. So, yep. uh, fill in your cards, boys and girls. That's right. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else before we, uh, we say our goodbyes? Um, kind of a serious note, uh, quick shout out to, uh, penguins to Chris Latang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he suffered, uh, another, a second stroke. Yeah. Not his first not his first step when i read that that really bummed me up yeah me too so um puts a lot of stuff in perspective too that is yeah. a professional athlete guys exactly <laughs> penguins are a huge rival but this kind of this stuff takes a back seat so mr Latang, you are a excellent excellent hockey player shout out and fight the good fight man uh here's to a speedy recovery man yeah yeah Probably. and you got anything brother uh, 
low quality Bruins fan on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, happy 100 to you guys. Really proud of both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you said that we have a 9 PM game on Wednesday next week and I want to die a little bit because mm-hmm. that's going to be real tough on your boy. Yep. Cause I wake up at 5 AM on Thursdays for work, five. Terrific. So. <laughs> so that's going to be fun for me, but yeah. Uh, thank you everyone who called. That's a lot of phone calls. A yeah. lot of fun. That was cool. Well, Ian, you, you are, you, Thomas said it earlier and I'll echo it. You are a big reason why we made it to a hundred. I, I firmly believe that you unlocked a lot of what this podcast could be. And I think bringing you on to be a co-host was the best decision we could have possibly made. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know how to respond to that. And I'm very appreciative of of it. Appreciative. (laughs) Appreciate it to you. I think, I think, I think that was the exact way to respond to it, Ian. Good job. It was actually the first heartfelt thing I've ever said to you. Uh, I'm a fucking idiot. Jesus. (laughs) I I do think this is a a pretty good opportunity to close out the show with some thank yous. I have, we got a, uh, um, a DM that I wanted to also get to real quick before I get to the thank yous. Um, this comes from Thomas Iyer who uh, I've brought up on the podcast before because he uh, grabbed a pint glass and was real cool about it uh, with a a follow-up message to us. But uh, he messaged us the other day and said, first of all, early congrats on the 100 episodes. You guys are still doing amazing and I'm absolutely loving it. I wanted to ask a question. Since Ian is a Jersey connoisseur, or at least has a shitload, I thought I'd reach out to you guys. What is the pod's opinion on uh, fanatics versus Adidas brand jerseys? Are Adidas worth the money? Thanks in advance. Looking forward to episode 100. I can, yeah, I can do a quick bit on this. Uh, Fanatics, I'm not not one of those collectors that gives a shit what you order. You order what you want to order, and that is what it is. If you enjoy the jersey, don't let other people ruin it for you, whether it's Fanatics, Adidas, Reebok, whatever. Fanatics resale value is nothing. If, if you're trying to like start collecting and everything and you're going to be selling them, the resale value of Fanatics is terrible mm-hmm. because everyone sees them as kind of the bottom barrel. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, is it their rep? Yeah. And, and honestly, they're typically not as well done as the Adidas. Uh, there's different levels of the Adidas, all that. I mean, I'm not going to go into all that because that's just going to turn yeah, you're start your own podcast there. for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, if you want to get, if you can get a uh, resold fanatics for like 60 bucks or less that eBay has a bunch of them and you can find a bunch of players that you like, and you don't care if it's the fanatics or Adidas go for it. I mean, that's yeah. awesome. That's a great way to build a fun little collection and you get to have a lot of fun with it without spending a ton of money. If you're trying to build something up that you're going to do a lot of selling and trading and everything, you'll want to go with Adidas. I think Adidas's quality is a little better too. Yeah. I mean, it's the on ice. Uh, Obviously you said like there's different tiers, which is, uh, isn't there a lawsuit out there for, for that? So Adidas was saying that all of their stuff was, what what do you call it? Um, like spec to on ice, I guess, but there's Indo Adidas, which are Indonesian made Mm -hmm. Then there's made in Canada Adidas. And then there's the actual like game worn or game issued stuff. And all of them are different. Yeah. <laughs> the, sure. the made in Canada are as close as possible to non game worn, but like on ice stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the Adidas jerseys. Uh, I do also like the fanatics ones, uh, mostly because I don't feel like if I dump a beer on them or if I throw them over a hoodie, when I'm skating on the pond, uh, if I fuck them up, I don't feel 
yeah. uh, I don't, I don't feel bad about it. Whereas I'm way more cautious when I wear, uh, the Adidas one, uh, in the same way as I don't like going out in with a $1,400 base. When you play at a bar, uh, I'll bring the shitty $300 Mexi P and <laughs> if I dump a beer on it, I don't feel bad. Uh, it's kind of in that way, but also there's a stretchiness to the fanatics ones that make me feel like I can do a little bit more in them. Uh, yeah. if, if I was quote unquote athletic. So that's kind of where my head's at on that. But Thomas, thank you for that, uh, that DM. And obviously thank you so much for, uh, for listening to the show and, uh, just appreciate you as uh part of our, our own little community here. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. But Hell yeah. let me, uh, let me rattle off some thank yous. Cause I think it's important to, to touch on that. If, uh, if I miss some people or whatever, obviously don't bite my head off, but, uh, clearly you've, heard our fans call up and uh we're we're an interesting bunch uh we're not afraid to swear we make jokes we take this game very seriously but you have to have fun with it because that's the fucking point it's entertainment so folks we're not for everybody we're not perfect but we love this team uh so we're so proud of the following that we've built and the friendships more more than anything that this podcast has afforded us uh i know some of you listening already already what am I trying to say? I know some of you listening know this already, but doing these shows every week all year round while juggling your regular forties and families and relationships, all that real life shit, uh, getting these episodes done, edited, recorded, uh, plotted out, uh, it's hard and, uh, and it's worth it to us. So, uh, I definitely want to take a second to thank our significant others, uh, like for for me my wife grace is super supportive she's the voice at the very beginning of the episode uh she puts our kid to bed on nights that we're recording nine out of ten times so uh it's a passion project and i know that andrew's girlfriend and ian's girlfriend are just as supportive uh uh because we put a lot of time and effort into this so um I wanted to obviously take a, a moment to thank Mark Allred and the BNG Network for giving us a platform uh, and just an avenue to release these shows in the first place. Uh, we would have never started Short Shift, uh, Andrew and I. Uh, we would have never done a single episode if we didn't have that head start that make, uh, Mark gave us. So a shout out to Mark for that. Uh, I'd like to thank all the guests that have appeared on the show. We've had a bunch of really awesome ones. Uh, we named Statboy Steve early. Uh, earlier in the show uh we've had Anj on the show we've had uh who else have we had oh my god i'm drawing a blank Cyril. Cyril, obviously one of my favorite guests you know, great guest uh my buddy jamie the sabers fan we've had we've had guys from podcasts from a shitload of teams especially early on uh before we had a third member ian when we brought ian in awesome, awesome guests and i know a lot of them still continue to follow the show and support the show so if you're Shout out to the caps trip boys who were the yeah. first podcast to really support us yep love yep. that obviously andrew i want to thank you for your commitment and work ethic that you've done this uh folks listening he he like tire tirelessly follows this game and this team uh if you were a member of our uh, our group chat our, our text thread you would see that he does not go to sleep he just doesn't shut up he just texts us all hours of the night 
Uh, but this uh, he's not kidding either. I no. really do. It's it's no, it's, it's a problem. <laughs> if you want to text at six a.m. on a Saturday, Andrew's got you. He's got you. But honestly, dude, you impress me every week with with your knowledge and your pa- passion for Boston Bruins hockey. So couldn't imagine having started this with anybody else. And obviously, we've already mentioned a little bit on this pod, uh, but I have to thank Ian. Uh, this show didn't know what it was until he came on. Mm-hmm. I, and I firmly believe that. I think, and I think we didn't know that we didn't know what it was until yeah. he came on. Hundred percent. Yeah. The show, the show took shape. All the people listening to this, uh, who have been listening since it was just me and uh, Andrew, know that the show changed for the better at that point. Um, your unrelenting optimism and overall attitude towards <laughs> life in general is refreshing to me because I'm such a miserable prick ninety percent of the time. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's so needed on this podcast sometimes, mm-hmm. and uh, I I just can't imagine doing this show with any other two guys. So thank you both. Uh, obviously, loyal listeners, I don't know how you guys stick with us, but you guys are sticking out to us. Some of you have become friends straight up. Some of you have been listening, supported for a long time, uh, and make it worth it. Anch, Krista, Zach, Jeremy. Uh, Thomas, who just sent in the DM, uh, newcomer, uh, Tony Tunes, Mike, Tia, God, who else? Like, there's so many. Jambi. Yeah, Jambi. Like, uh, everybody on the Discord and the Reddit that I don't even personally get to see because I'm not on those. I'm just mostly the Twitter guy. But, like, those guys over there just keep us humble because all the shit that uh, Andrew will end up sharing with me of what they're saying over there is fucking hilarious. Uh, there's so many more of, of you guys that I'm blanking on right now. Uh, but we appreciate you guys more than I can explain. Uh, one of the episodes that stand out to me, especially, uh, one of the things that's been going through my mind, uh, this week is it's just about the anniversary of my buddy Shawnee's passing. And, uh, that episode was like, stands out to me as one of my least favorites, but also like most important, if that makes sense. Sure. Uh, because I felt like so vulnerable and out of place recording that and talking about it. And so many people who listen to this podcast were like so insanely supportive and sent me all these well wishes and just put me in a such a better mindset. Uh, because when I hit publish on that episode, like I felt I've, I've never been that vulnerable on the air. So you guys really fucking held me together for those couple of weeks. Uh, and I really appreciate that. And I guess lastly, uh, if any of you are listening to this podcast for the first time and you're dealing with me going off on this five minute tangent of uh, of tugging everybody's tits uh, that make this podcast work, uh, I'm pretty sure by now at this hour, whatever point, uh, you see what this episode is. You see what this podcast is. We, we try to make it fun. We try to make it entertaining even when the team's not playing or not playing well during the season, which knock on wood, we haven't fucking seen this year, but uh, I'm really glad that you guys are listening. I hope you stick around. Please join the discussion. Uh, I'm pretty sure our voicemails have made it very clear that this show is just as much everybody else's as it is ours. So all I can say, honestly, I don't know how it's already been a hundred episodes, but I can't wait to do the next hundred. Here, here, my man, here, here. And to everybody who called in, everybody who who goes on the Discord and go, or the discharge, the as discharge, Thomas, the so, discharge, the discharge, as Thomas so eloquently put it that one time. 
everybody who do, who goes on the discharge, everybody who goes on the Reddit, everybody who who engages us in any way, shape, form, or fashion, mm-hmm. um, you are why you are why you are what makes this train go. You are why we do this. Yeah. And you're as support. much as as much as we would still have downloads because Andrew loves to listen to himself. Uh, we we need your <laughs> listens as well. No, I, I don't know. Like, like I've kind of I've kind of trailed off, kind of trailed off a little bit. Like I said, so ever since Ian joined the show. <laughs> but everybody who everybody who downloads, everybody who listens, everybody who engages, like you are why we do this. And I the the the, the community that we have built with this, I cannot think of a better community of Bruins fans and hockey fans, and more importantly than anything else, of people mm-hmm. that we have been able to attract and that have been attracted to us and have just- Nobody made, is attracted to us. Nobody is attracted to us. Have you seen <laughs> us? But No, they haven't because I refuse to do the video. Ah, fair <laughs> enough. Like I said last week, you don't know if I'm wearing pants. No. But we love you. Thank you so much. And without you, without you, we don't make, we don't make even half, halfway to a hundred or even yep. a quarter of way to a hundred. This podcast changed when Ian hung dong. When Ian hung dong, <laughs> hung just a <laughs> massive dong. There's a lot of dong too, if I do say so myself. <laughs> I need to go the fuck to bed. The camera, the camera, remember, remember, Ian, the camera adds about four inches. <laughs> In that particular picture, I think it's a bit more than four inches that it added. <laughs> uh, Not to give away any secrets or anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> inside baseball there, huh, Ian? Uh, <laughs> boys, thank you for uh, for recording tonight. Thank you for recording always. And uh, I do honestly look forward to the next hundred. So go bees. Go bees. Go bees. Later, everybody. All right. Later. Love you guys. Love you.